Welcome to Connections, a podcast by Connie Akins, a licensed professional counselor with a private practice to help you heal your personal and professional relationships through advice, tips, and ideas. Connections will help you to explore ways to build healthy relationships that are important for self-fulfillment. Today, I have a special guest with me to discuss fatherhood. Michael Williams is my guest, and he is the Chief Executive Officer of the Orchards Children's Service Agency in Southfield, Michigan. And they have programs for family and children throughout Southeast Michigan. Michael, tell us a little bit about you and your role at the Orchards Children's Service Agency, and then we will delve right into our topic on understanding fatherhood. Well, I'll be brief uh, in talking about myself. Um, I guess one of the most important things about myself is that I am a father. Uh, When I'm not doing that, I'm a husband. And when I'm not doing that, uh, which I'm always doing, those are two full-time, 24-7 jobs I have. But my professional job is president and CEO of Orchard Children's Services, where we manage to work very, very closely with children and families to make sure that they stay safe and secure. Uh, that's it in a nutshell. We're most known uh, historically for foster adoption. However, over the last 10 years, we revolved to now being uh, a family preservation because we think keeping families together is the most important thing uh, that you can have. So we service 15 counties directly, but we service all 83 counties in the state of Michigan as it relates to adoption. Thank you. He has a really big role in helping to preserve families in the state as well as experience with our topic today. We're going to start by defining fatherhood. The definition is from Sociology of Family and Fatherhood. Fatherhood is a social institution and includes the rights, duties, responsibilities, and statuses associated with being a father. A distinction is made between the terms fathering, father, and fatherhood. The first construct refers to the connection made between a particular child and a particular man, father, whether it's biological or social. The second construct refers to the behavior and practices of doing parenting. Lastly, the third construct refers to a more general ideology and public meaning associated with being a father. Michael, what does fatherhood mean to you? Well, again, um, fatherhood started a long time ago in in terms of reflection. Uh, If I was born into a very, very religious family, and one of the first things you learn is the Lord's Prayer, and one of the first two words, our Father. And that really is a culmination of encompassing everything about humankind and really being responsible for not only the the essence of what birth is about, but also the responsibilities that lead to it. So a father is someone that really protects, nurtures, and makes sure he uplifts the one of the most beautiful creatures ever existing, and that is the ladies uh, of our society uh, and or the mother. So I think that's what fatherhood is about. Uh, then it will drill down to what a child sees in a father. I share with all of my peers that when a child turns 18, he or she should say one thing, that no one did more for me than my father. And that is not a financial situation. 
it is an emotional situation because a lot of fathers may not be able to provide uh, financial support but to be there to be supportive is the most rewarding uh, role that you can play when a child says no man didn't work for me if I'm not say 18 because in society they say that's when you're grown but we know that that's not the case but those are the transient years where you have the rights of passage and uh, so I see fathers building that platform that foundation so that the essence of, of a man is, is defined thank you so your primary definition is the one where you make a connection to your child you're teaching them responsibility and you're also modeling for them how they should be when they become an adult I like that uh, we're going to delve more into that by asking what is the father's role in society and family and I think this is a good question for you to answer because of the various families that you see in your agency as well as seeing fathers try to reunite with their children after there's been an absence so just if you can just give us an explanation of what do you think a father's role is both in society and the family well I think society has really lowered the level of, of fatherhood and what being a the father they and, and they is, is a generic term meaning society has really lowered the expectations we, we have created terms that negate the role of the father and, and the family to terms like single mom well I don't know how that exists because that's a biologically that's impossible she is mom uh, but when you bestow the word single on it it means absence of father and father should never be absent they, they may be physically absent from that child's life but they should never be emotionally absent from that child's life so it really is uh, we have to be very very careful that we don't allow uh, sometimes people to reframe responsibility that we have as father as fathers and I think that happens on an ongoing basis and, and challenges us uh, terms like dead be father it really is a, a, a sad thing uh, that we we continue to bastardize uh, this this very very important term father should always be something that that, that should be admired uh, and if it's admired by society it becomes admired by that man uh, and I think we, we have missed a lot of that uh, in the role of father and it's a difference between being a dad and a father. You know, obviously, it's a physical construct that creates uh, that beautiful child, but it's an emotional and spiritual responsibility that has to be looked up to so that that child can have a foundational, aspirational aspect of what it is to be, to have a man, to be a man, and more importantly, to be a father and the responsibilities that go with that. I couldn't agree with you more. We have actually abuse the term fatherhood in our society and unfortunately it does come from what you said about single mom as a term I think like you said when we say single mom it means the child somehow doesn't have a father um, I think the term single mom gets put out there because parents sometimes divorce or have children unmarried and because of that people feel like the mom is being more responsible for the children but in my heart I believe that fathers have a role whether they're absent or whether they're present I want to know how do you feel millennial fathers differ from old school fathers or from uh, baby boomers well again the, the adjectives that's used in front of the word father are always interesting to me because the millennial which I'm assuming are probably 35 and under uh, guess what they make babies the same way as the old school. What what is different is that they tend to they meaning again millennial 
in that age room tend to think that there are other vices that create a good fatherhood like I pay all the bills and I take care of you or or how they take take care of the woman versus how they take care of their child uh, it is a, it is an amazing process to me that a man can go as long as I've seen some of these individuals go without seeing their child regardless of the relationship with with the with the mom you've got to be there and being absent physically is one thing, but being absent emotionally is another thing. And, and you can do something about that. And I think we've allowed men to escape their responsibilities by saying, uh, you can go to friends of court and pay X amount of money and that makes you a father. Versus a father is a responsibility that, that, that is the highest honor a man can have when it's all said and done. And as I say, biblically, uh, the, the Lord's Prayer says, our father. That means something. I mean, it, it meant getting on my knees and looking upward. Well, when I ask some children or the moms to get on their knees and look upward, but we're looking at for them to look into what a man can be, and that's what the role of a father, and all those things that come with that, and a father who has the youth scanner that we have, uh, has to understand that we have an even a greater responsibility. We're seeing a depletion of, of our men. We're seeing an incarceration of our men. And we are allowed this in a way that's never happened before. So absentee fathers are interesting because society has created that by putting a, incarcerating a lot of men that look like myself so long that they can't even be there for their child. But that doesn't mean you can't be there for their child. And that, uh, one is physical, the other is emotional. And I think we have to be very, very careful that we don't allow those terms like millennial to get you off the hook. You have a responsibility to that most precious thing that the Lord has given us, and that's a child. But the second most important thing is giving us a person that can bear a child. Because I can guarantee you, most men, if, if we could have, get pregnant, a quest for sex would be diminished. So we have to see the honor of being a father in a different way. And millennial, we have to teach you better. Uh, it's really interesting that my so-called uneducated parents did a better job than the so-called educated parents and teaching me how to be a man and I think we have to get back to for lack of a better term the basics and the basics are be a man be responsible take pride in who you are and, and, and more importantly never do anything that would embarrass your family and that's what a father really is about thank you that was very interesting I do believe that we do place different values on the role of fathers and it's interesting that you brought up the friend of court. I think that a lot of men feel that that's somehow a, a lock system. And what I mean by that is they feel that once they're tied into the friend of the court, that it may somehow abdicate their responsibilities. Or they feel that someone is governing their responsibilities. And I agree with you that nothing should be governing the responsibilities of fatherhood other than your love for your child and your spirituality and your responsibilities and your duties that, that really come with being a father. And because you work in an agency where you have seen children taken away from their families and often see more moms in the foster care area reunifying with children than fathers why is it so important for children to have a father in their life every day could you just expand on that please well again I think you said the, the, the key word life well, li life is, 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 a, is a four letter word uh, four letter words are very very important and I 
often asked the question, what is the only number from 0 to 9 that's defined by the same amount of letters? And it's the number 4. And we don't t do a reflective look on that. 4. How many seasons are there? The most important office in, in the country is 4 years. Uh, life, you go through baby, child, uh, adulthood, and then senior. So the cycles of, of, of life are in 4. So my thing about being a father is that I have to be have a responsibility to, to, to do the most I can do in this longest term of your life is typically adulthood. It's used to go from 18 to 65. And what are you going to leave this earth understanding? And I think the understanding of fatherhood is the key, uh, whether it's your daughter or your son. or your, And you don't even have to have a birth child to be a, a, a good representative of a father. It is that person that can be dependent upon, uh, that, can, that, that, that gives advice. And sometimes... Not, not only with words but with deeds and, and I think that you have really challenged by your question who we are I mean when was the last time a man would say who am I versus trying to be something you know I'm cool you know I'm a player you know we have all these terms you know the most recent challenge with Kobe Bryant all those accolades that he had the one that really rising to the top was the kind of father he is. That that is what greater legacy than you have to be a great father. All the other crap uh, that, that 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 being lambasted uh, for, he was and is a great father. And that served 41 years old. And so, but we can't let death be the, be our defining moment. I want to be a great father in life, so that I can be remembered beyond this. And I think we don't aspire toward that, and we don't admire that. And I think that's the, the challenge we have as we go into the to, to this new way of looking at things. And, you know, it's interesting because we keep putting the word new on things. There's nothing new. It's just that we, I tell people, they say that that's old-fashioned. I ask them what the answer to the 2 plus 2 is. Hopefully they know. And it's 4. And it, it was 4 200 years ago and it'll be 4 200 years ago. So why did the role of the father change? And I think we have to be very careful that we're letting other people define us. And fatherhood and being a father is ultimately the greatest reward that you can have. And with that goes being a good husband, being a good boyfriend, being a good son. All of those things are, are parallel to being a great father. Thank you. I want to answer the question as well. And I want to say that there are five ways that fathers impact child development. And I think, Michael, you mentioned... A couple of these already but I just want to reiterate them uh, fathers help increase the intellect of their children fathers are teachers they're role models you talked about that they teach their children life lessons I believe you brought that up and they also are the person that helps teach the child how to build a relationship with someone fathers boost confidence uh, you mentioned uh, Kobe Bryant and his legacy about being a father how do they boost the confidence they provide emotional support and i think you said that over and over and over again the emotional support and love of a father it increases a child's likelihood of having higher self-esteem and higher self-confidence fathers are someone to look up to once again, role models for their children, helping to promote positive behaviors and reinforce compassion for themselves and for others. Fathers also provide a different perspective. Men and women do not think alike. And I think you've indicated that too 
in our conversation today. So having a good relationship as a father increases the chance that your child will come to you for advice, problem solving, and support. Fathers have the chance to teach their children different ways to view the world that we live in. Fathers provide love and help to make their children feel loved and supported. And when you're doing all that you can as a father, I believe that that's how your child is going to feel loved, supported, nurtured, and they're going to feel confident in who they are. My last question for you is, how can fathers strengthen the relationship that they have with their children? Well, it's interesting that you asked that question. I just uh, took a group of young people to see the movie Just Mercy, and I'm not promoting that or, or anything. It's, it's just Black History Month. But one of the, the key things in that movie, if you don't get anything else from it, it's not the fact that the system, uh, and the system meaning generically, uh, how how it's difficult to be a, an African-American male in this thing called America. Um, some Michael Eric Dyson talked about it's the uh, United States of Amnesia, not the United States of, of America. But it, what, what, what it, one line that he talks about in there, even though he's on death row, even though that when the truth came out, they denied him of his freedom, he said something that will resonate with me for the rest of my life. And he said, I'm okay because I found my truth. I wonder how many of us men are really seeking our truth. And the truth is, you're going to be measured by what you give to this thing called your family and that will be your legacy and I, I think we, we, we put too many emphasis on how much you made what kind of car you drove and you know and I like all those things but I would sacrifice all those things for the truth and the truth is I love my family I love my, my, my daughter and, and the sacrifices I will make for them will be how I'm going to be measured. And if I'm measured that way, then I know I'll have a forever life beyond this thing called life because we're here temporarily. Fatherhood is forever. And I also like to say, it's called fatherhood. And you think about the word hood. I mean, there was a time when neighborhood, and that meant protecting those people that live close to you. A car's hood, what does it do? It protects the engine. Uh, the hoodie protects your head, which is where your brain is at. So when you think about the word hood, are we really protecting it? And fatherhood is the greatest protection that you can have. Because when you embellish yourself into fatherhood, you become aspirational. You become a man, a real man. And that's what a father is. Uh, it's not anything to do with some of the things that's being defined, but it is has to do with the fact that I, I do, as you indicated earlier, work in a field that sometimes uh, the father may not be in the home. But, you know, I've never met one father that didn't love his child. He just didn't know how to love. And that's the teachable moments that we have. They may come in smelling like this thing called marijuana. They may come in smelling like this thing called alcohol. And what really changes those things is the love for their child. And when, when they have an opportunity to show that love, most men live up to that. The ones that don't, we, we, we can't diminish them. But we also can't applaud them or define the rest of the manhood by them. So again, back to that word manhood, fatherhood, neighborhood, the hood of a car. Every time you wear a hood, it typically is to cover something that's really important. So fathers, let's put our hoods back on and start covering our families. Thank you. There is not a greater role than being a mother or a father. Thank you for listening. If you have iTunes or Spotify, 
please subscribe and share and continue to listen. Feel free to check out my website, EmpoweringSerenity.net. We appreciate you listening to connections and providing feedback. This podcast does not constitute professional advice or counseling services. As always, if you need a mental health service provider, please seek one out. You can find one on Psychology Today, Therapy Tribe, Therapy for Black Girls, or Therapy for Black Men. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. And once again, thank you for listening.